Know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. That means it is time for us. And punctuality is one of our strong suits. We've never been late for tea time. Well, of course not. That's golf. And never been late. (laughs) (laughs) That we'll admit to, to uh, doing the show. We're contractually obligated to do it. And, oh, yeah, by the way, um, we record it. So <laughs> yeah. it's just a matter of somebody punching the button at the right time. Yeah. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make it sound like it's a big deal. We do our show on time. <laughs> Come on. Okay, we start on time. We may not remember to start recording, but we start on time. That's all that counts. We are those right. weekend golf guys. <laughs> Take two. And I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. I am in the in the studio. He is in uh, transit on the way to the golf cave at Edinburgh, Indiana's Timbergate Golf Course. We've got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We're going to do a little golf history lesson. There is a new tournament being sponsored by Rocket Mortgage called the John Shippen. It is uh, an unnamed in honor of John Shippen, who was the first African-American golfer ever to play in the U.S. Open. Really? 1896. Wow. Yeah. Up until 19... Yeah. And up until 1960, he was still... uh, He was an assistant uh, pro at, um, I think, Shinnecock or Aranenek or whatever, one of those Long Island places. Yeah. Also, some funny names yes, there, they you know? do. Yes, they do. Also, if you have not as of yet gotten a hole in one, do not despair. You are not alone. I don't have one either. Yep. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's all right. I got a couple. <laughs> well, there you go. Jeff took ours. What can I say? Yeah. You know, I took yours. It's a zero hey, sum game. So you know, <laughs> just in case you're all bent out of shape about that one day, just remember it was an uphill four iron from 184 yards. I'm still proud of it. I know. It felt really good, by the way, just in case you want to know about your hole-in-one. I, I appreciate that. I talk yeah. about it all the time, man. <laughs> yeah. And we're also going to be and, talking. And yes, it was on a par three. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, your odds of getting one, we will discuss those, and we will talk about playing Mo Better Golf. Sure, Jeff can teach you how to play Mo Better Golf, but now there is a Mo Better Golf tour, so you can show up after you learn how to play Mo Better Golf. We're going to be talking about all that stuff and about how to actually push the record button. When we come right back, keep the recorder running. Okay. We are those weekend (laughs) golf guys. Don't move. Hey, it's John Ashton. I got to tell you, we're halfway through the first weekend of the NCAA March Madness Tournament and what happens. I am already mathematically eliminated from any contention in the office bracket pool. But not to worry, because I have covered my bases with my bookie, bookie mybookie.ag. You go there right now, use the promo code GOLFGUYS, and you're going to grab yourself a 50% deposit bonus. That means they will match your initial bonus up to half of what you put in. My bookie has several March Madness-focused contests, including but not limited to a $100,000 NCAA bracket challenge, which is 10 bucks to enter, and a $10,000 bracket with only a $1 entry fee. My bookie bonus playthrough requirements are often much lower than competitors on both the sportsbook and the casino side. So you're uh, you're missing out if you're not there already. MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code GOLFGUYS and get a 50% deposit bonus. MyBookie.ag. 
And hopefully you're going to do much better in March Madness than am I. Okay, we are back. Those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And we are talking about some golf history. The PGA Tour said last uh, last week, beginning of last week, they've created the John Shippen, which is a, quoting here, a four-day event that will include a two-day tournament June 27th through 28th at Detroit Golf Club, comprised of top black men and women amateurs and professionals without status already on the PGA and LPGA Tours. The winners will get an exemption into that week's Rocket Mortgage Classic and the LPGA's Great Lakes Bay Invitational, scheduled for July 14th through 17th at Midland Michigan Country Club. Okay. Cool. That's a great idea. Again, it's a long time coming. Should have been done long ago, but, you know, better yeah, late than never. Some, uh, so we'll get some exposure for some people who can play the game that don't normally get the exposure. I think that's terrific. Mm-hmm. Now, who was John Shippen and why they name a tournament after him? This is the cool. Well, I'm glad they, they called it a tournament because for a minute there, I thought you just said that the USGA created the John Shippen. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. <laughs> they created a whole person? <laughs> That might be one of the best things I've seen the USGA do. <laughs> well, good thing this is a PGA Tour event, not the. Uh, oh, well, not, in that case, yeah. No, PGA Tour does a lot of good things. Yes, they do. Now, John Shippen okay. was the first black player to compete in the U.S. Open. He did it in 1896 at Shinnecock Hills. He was awesome. he was an assistant and the sport's first American-born golf professional at Shinnecock Hills. Okay, but he registered for the tournament. Remember, it's 1896. Uh, he registered yeah. for the tournament as a Native American because his mother was a Shinnecock, so he he didn't say he was black. Okay. Most of the golfers that competed in the U.S. Open were Scottish and English, which you know if you've ever seen the movie The Greatest Game, right? I have, yep. And the Scottish and the English competitors said they were going to boycott if Shippen and also a club caddy named Oscar Bunn, who was also an African-American, yeah. they were both registered. And the Scottish and the English said they weren't going to come if if those two players were going to be allowed to play. And this is – I know, but this is something the USGA man should should wear proudly. It, remember, it's 1896. America is still, you know, the, the little – redheaded stepchild in the world, right? Yeah. Casting no aspersions on redheads. I apologize to all redheads. But the USGA president, Theodore Havemeyer, said, and I quote, we will play this tournament even if Mr. Shippen and Bunn are the only competitors. Well, good for them. So they all backed down and came anyway. Good for them. Yeah. How about that? USGA <laughs> doing something right. How about that, huh? <laughs> Chalk one up for the USGA. Of course, it's been a long, long time ago, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all right. At least they got one on the board. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But this this is something that, um, you know, the, the city of Detroit is uh, predominantly, or, or at least has, has very high African-American population. Rocket Mortgage, I believe, is headquartered in Detroit. And they are already wow. Rocket Mortgage is already a large sponsor of PGA Tour events, and um, and this is just something something very cool for them to uh, to get in, invited into and to uh, to put together. And again, they're doing it in Detroit and uh, in uh, outside of Detroit um, in Midland, Michigan. So they're All keeping right. it home. Hey, wait! I think I know where Midland, Michigan is. Ah, well, good All for right. you. 
So we do history yeah. and geography. All righty then. Those weekend map guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's who we are now. <laughs> That's it. There gotcha. we go. Again, it's a long time coming. It's 120 years too late, you know, uh, or at least 120 <laughs> years after. You'd think that that having the, the two African-Americans in the 1896 U.S. Open would have opened doors, but there didn't seem to be. I mean, there, there's, a, there's a history, especially in the game uh, of golf. There's a, there's a history of, I mean, a lot of people think golf basically is old white guys in funny pants. That's what they keep putting out there. Yeah. John, yeah. seriously, go to the store, get some new pants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you, man, I've, I have once again perused the Mack Weldon catalog. I'm cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dude, you need that one and you need uh, – What's that other one? John Daly wears them. Loudmouth golf. Yeah, you need some of those. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't think so? Come on. Get with it. uh, If you're going to be the old white guy playing golf, you got to wear some funny pants. Yeah. You know, I was was reading also an article. um, DeBert Cook, who is a publisher of the African-American Golf Digest, is a friend of ours. And um, she published an article in this month's edition from a a black woman golfer who basically said this was my take on what she said it was basically get over yourself because she said i i play golf she says and most times when i'm playing golf i am probably the only black woman on the course and sometimes the only black person on the course she said if i let hmm. that intimidate me if i let that make me feel like i wasn't welcome it would really bother me so you have to basically get outside of yourself and and in fact we were doing a, a, our live shows here in louisville that we do on sunday started up again just last week and we had the board of directors of a new organization here in louisville called the american uh, african-american amateur golfers association and we got to talking and i told them flat out you know because we we're talking about you know the racism and, and all that the people talking about racism and stuff like that all over the place that seems to be a big thing these days especially and 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 I just told them flat out, I said, people ask me how many black friends I have. And I have to tell them, honestly, I don't know because I don't categorize my friends by color. I categorize my friends. I can tell you how many golfing friends I have and how many non-golfer friends I have because that's how I categorize my friends. You know, interestingly enough, I had somebody ask me something similar to that. There was a guy that came to me last fall and, you know, and he, he was a black guy mm-hmm. and he asked me, he goes, how many black guys do you teach? I said, I don't know. Yeah. He goes, why not? I said, I don't count. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, okay. Yeah. He goes, is it more than five? I'm like, yeah. He goes, is it more than 10? I said, probably. He goes, how do you know it's more than 10? I'm like, well, I'm just trying to think of their names right now. Yeah. Now that you're asking that question that flooding in, they're golfers, man. That's it. If exactly. They play golf, they're golfers. That's it. It's exactly. That exactly. Exactly. Look, there's two it, ladies in the, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm here at Timbergate in the parking lot now. I mm-hmm. made it, you know, I got off the highway. Okay. Good for you. And there's five carts in the parking lot and there's two ladies at one of them. There's a man and a woman at another one. And I look at them and they're golfers. Yeah. And you know what? If I looked at them in some other way, I'd tell you what they were, but they're not the typical golfer that people are painting the picture of. None of them are old white men in funny pants. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, the whole game is changing. It's it's much more accepting. 
Um, yeah, it's golfers, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and you look at, at some of the the up and coming um, players in in the collegiate ranks, especially in the in the uh, women's golf. There are some fantastic women of color sure. play, playing golf, and not just the the women from from other countries. There are American sure. women of color playing golf at a very high level, and hopefully that some of them can get on the tour and do for for golf for for girls in this place that tiger did for the guys sure just make it, it you know there's even um troy mullins out there whipping everybody's butt on the on the go hit it far tour yeah right the women's yeah. long drive thing yeah she's killing it yes yeah, she is literally right. <laughs> you can hear them all screaming <laughs> No kidding. <laughs> How? And then also, uh, finally, also another thing that's been a long time coming, Lee Elder is going to be one of the official starters or the honorary yeah, cool. starters at the Masters cool. this year. So, you know. That but, is really good, right? Because, I mean, the, to have people compete and expose the world to, to there's a lot of golfers out there that aren't just old white men in funny pants. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is the thing. Listen, we can do our part. You want to end racism? Play golf. All right. You know, that's it. Because Play golf. Play golf. I asked the guys flat out because they have tournaments, the African-American Amateur Golf Association, open to everybody. And I, I asked them point blank. I said, listen, so an old fat white guy like me wants to play, I can? And they said, we would welcome you with open arms. And I know they would. And we have awesome. so much fun on that show. We're going to have to post it up uh, online pretty soon. I mean, it was just a fun hour with these guys. Look, they, look, they've seen you play. Yes. Right? So they'll take your, they'll take your money. You're funding the pot. That's exactly right, man. They have seen me play, and they still let me come. It's it's great. Uh, what are your odds of getting a hole in one? Slim to none. So don't worry if you don't have one. We'll talk about the odds of all of the strange shots you may or may not encounter on a golf course when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Hang out with us. Okay, spring is very young, only a few days, yet every golf course you go to here, the grass is so green. How do these guys do it so early? I can't even do it like in the late spring. And then you realize they have superintendents with agronomy degrees that know exactly what the soil is like and they know what to use, when to use it. I don't. I assume you don't. I don't have to because I came across this company called Sunday. They will take care of my lawn. I give them my address online and up popped my lawn. It told me how big it was. It told me what the soil composition was like. And it told me that there was a box on the way with all the stuff I needed to treat the ground I had to get the grass I want. All I have to do is take all the pre-packaged stuff, hook it to a hose and spray it. I know how to do that. Go to Sunday.com slash golf guys. Not only will you see what I'm talking about, but you will get $20 off your custom lawn plan at checkout. That's $20 off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash golf guys. Hi, this is Neil Michaels, Director of Sales for those weekend golf guys. Did you know that two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35? And goody for me, I'm one of them. While John clearly is not. <laughs> you get that right. But now there's Keeps, the simple stress-free way to keep your hair. Before Keeps, I keeps my hair in my brush, in the sink, and I definitely keeps my hair on the floor. With Keeps, you get convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered in discreet packaging right to your door every three months without leaving home. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. That's the price of a pizza. And for listeners of those weekend golf guys, your first month's treatment is absolutely 
absolutely free. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so the sooner you start using Keeps, the sooner you'll see results. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash golfguys to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash golfguys to get your first month free. keeps.com slash golfguys. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golf guys. Okay, so this is conversation piece. One thing we got to discuss up front, too, is one of the inequities of golf, one of the totally unfair traditions, stupid traditions. And in golf, oh, you look back. Is it the play the ball as it lies thing? No, it's not to play the ball as it lies. It's- okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to rail on that one. Going to rail on the fundamental rule of the game. (laughs) Rule number (laughs) 1.1. Sorry. No, it's the the tradition of the guy who gets the ace buying drinks for everybody. (laughs) That's not a rule of golf. They just tell you that because they don't want to buy. It's a tradition. It's a tradition. Okay, it's a stupid tradition. If I get a hole in one, damn it, you should be buying me a drink. Yeah, but here's the deal. They're buying conciliatory drinks. They finally get to to do it, and nobody else gets to get the hole in one. So the one guy that's happy, they're going to take advantage of because the whole bar knows they're not getting one. (laughs) That's right. I got mine, so you get a drink. Here's a good question for you. How many golfers, not only do they not have a hole in one, but don't even get to be in the bar to get a free drink from the guy who actually got one. How about that number? Yeah. We'll have to research that one separately. The odds of the average golfer making a hole in one. Any idea? Uh, no. 12, Astronomical. 12,500 to one. Really? Yep. The odds of a tour player making an ace. 3,000 to one. Yeah. The odds of a low handicapper making an ace. 5,000 to one. Yeah. Okay. The odds of right. Yeah. The odds of two players from the same foursome acing the same hole. It's got to be astronomical. Seventeen million to one. And the odds of one player making two holes in one in the same round. It's got to be even higher than that. Sixty-seven million to one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Go back here. You just mentioned the fact that it was significantly lower for better players. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not going there, are we? Because I have two. You have two. <laughs> uh, no, we shouldn't go there. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about you, John. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, we, you have two. Great. That's great. We're happy for you. Now let's move on. Uh, <laughs> so, But you didn't make them in the same round, right? No. Okay. <laughs> Right. No, I I wanted to spread the love. I, I did it a few years apart. <laughs> okay. I mean, if, you, if you're a kind of guy that likes to play with numbers, here, here's something to play with. 450 right. million rounds of golf played in the United States every year, approximately. That's approximately wow. 25,000 to 30,000 per course. Each course reports between 10 to 15 aces per year. Luckily, Is that what the report to the IRS? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, someone else has done the math. Because that means a hole-in-one is scored once in every 3,500 rounds. Huh. 
3,500 rounds of golf. Yep. And you get one ace. Yeah. I think we need some more low handicappers playing golf. <laughs> That's what I, that sounds like. You know what I think? If you have ever, if you have ever put on a golf tournament, I think these numbers say that your hole in one insurance is greatly overpriced. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> the odds of that happening are nothing. Yeah. Uh, one to 2% of golfers score an ace each year. That's it. And, wow. And you have any idea the average number of years that a player has been playing before they get their ace? No. 24. 12? 24. 24. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was guessing 12. The good news is our audience, we got a bunch of you guys out here. 25% of aces each year are done by golfers between the ages of 50 and 59. Really? And then the next group, 24%, is 40 to 49. So you're over the hill. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I missed my window, man. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a second. Put this together. <laughs> Odds are decreasing. <laughs> but, now, but now 16% of holes in one are made by, you ready? Women, the average age of 55. Really? Yeah. So does this mean that you're going to start identifying as a 55-year-old woman and start playing from the front tee? <laughs> increase your odds. Is that where you're headed? I could do Is that, couldn't I? <laughs> okay. Because yeah. if you start doing that, I got a hunch you're about to lose some golf partners. <laughs> I look good in culottes. <laughs> I don't know. That mustache and white hair and culottes. That might give it I away. Know, babe. I don't know. Have you ever had a, an albatross, double eagle? I have one. It I was have pretty awesome. I have had one too. I was it's cool. It is. I didn't get to see it, of course, because it was, uh, you know, it was a long way. Yeah. I was actually playing in a golf tournament. the The group in front of me was still on the green. It was up a hill, and I couldn't really see it. But it was a driver and a two iron. And you know, I got up there, and I thought it was just up in front of the green. Didn't quite realize that I'd hit it good enough. Yeah. To get up onto the green. And I saw them as we were going up to the green. They were walking off the green. I'm like, oh, no, sorry, guys. Did my ball get up that way? And they're like, yeah. Bounced on the front of the green, rolled, and it started looking like a pot going right at the center of the hole. Hits the flagstick and goes in. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Nope, it's still in the hole. <laughs> like, uh, well, wow. Got to hand it to those guys because you play Titleist, so man. They, they could have had a free pro V1 and you would, never would have known. <laughs> yeah, so I had four witnesses, that, four people that saw it because they were all putting, and here comes this ball rolling on the front, front of the green. Our guys didn't see it. so You really beat the odds, man. Uh, there's yeah, some, I got lucky. there's some conflicting things. There's a, a writer for golf world says that the, uh, the, the odds of an albatross or a double Eagle are about 6 million to one, but Dean Knuth, our buddy, who's been on the show yep. a bunch of times says that they should be really about a million to one. Wow. Know, who knows? I think Dean Knuth was a, the Pope of slope. I think that was his nickname. Wasn't the it? Pope of Slopa. Yes, sir. Yeah. He's yeah. the guy that created the slope system. Pretty cool. Yep. What about, what about a condor? You ever heard of a condor? I've never heard of a condor till just now. No. What is it? It's a one on a par five. Oh, okay. There have been yeah. five recorded in history. Really? Were they downhill dog legs or something? Uh, yeah. 1962, Larry Bruce drove into a hole over a stand of trees on the 480-yard dog leg right par fifth hole at Hope Country Club in Arkansas. Man, the internet's a good thing for you, isn't it? It is, man. You can find out anything you want to know. 1995, a guy named Sean Lynch cut the corner on a 496-yard par Seventeenth uh, dogleg at uh, Tyne Valley Golf Club in Christow, England. 
I need to know how many cart paths and, and uh, parking lot bounces these things get. <laughs> you got I need to know. You got to play those, don't you? You got to. I, I got to know. <laughs> I got to know. <laughs> <laughs> I had never heard of a condor, man. I did not know. I mean, you you have got to, you know, have have a eighty mile an hour wind at your back downhill plus four hundred and what was that four hundred and sixty nine yard. That or you got to have a you got to have like a fifteen year old kid in your pocket so that way you just say hey go out there and put this thing in the hole yeah, and go but, disappear. But four hundred and eighty yards is not terrifically long for a par five, is it? No, but depends on the layout of the hole. You know, you, that's you know, true. what if you got some gigantic pond where you it forces you to hit a a first shot that's not just this bomb of a drive, and then you got to hit it over the second. You know, so I mean, shape yeah. of the hole and configurations and where the penalties are and trees and out of bounds and all that stuff. You know, it just comes into play. Yeah, that's true. And again, I mean, it goes back to some of the lessons you have taught in um, course management, taking the yeah. the easy road. I mean, you you have to really go out on a limb to do that. I mean, you want to cut the corner, you have to you have to know that you're going to hit the shot of your life. You know, from what I tell people, look, if if you don't have an eighty plus percent chance of pulling this off when it matters to you, then then that's a dumb shot to hit. But if you got it, you got it. Yeah. But the whole, even still, even if you got it, the risk reward uh, ratio has got to be not on your side. No, but it, it seriously reduced the risk if you really got that 80 plus percent of success, because then it's not as big a risk. Yeah. But there's people out there taking some pretty good sized risks because they just can't pull that stuff off. Yeah. The, I was going to say taking those risks that have no business taking those risks because all they're leaving yeah. themselves is a next to impossible second shot from yeah. from whatever crap they got themselves into there's a, a, a course in indiana called hidden creek yep and it looks to me like like when they laid it out they got to 18 and they kind of ran out of room Eight, 18 is a very short dog leg right i have driven the green on that hole but i mm. did it i did it only after i got my new driver and became much more confident after a few hours spent with you in the golf cave of being able to do it and, and i did i just cut the corner I just said, I'm not going to follow the fairway. I'm just going to follow the cart path. And so I did. did. Somebody, somebody go out there with a chainsaw a few years back or something. And <laughs> the trees on that, the trees on the right are all the trees on the right are all new. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it's easy to get them over those trees. I yes. see. Yeah. So, so it wasn't as big a risk. For no, you, no, it was. It was not a reward. No, it was not a big risk. That's what I'm saying. It it was you first know? of all, it was short. I knew I could handle the distance. Actually, I didn't know I was going to to put it on the green. I just thought I was going to be smart and get close to the green by cutting the corner instead of just laying up to the turn in the dog leg and then laying up to the green and then two putting and walking off with the typical par. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, I, I I cut the corner and I was you know on the fringe of the green and I four putted for a typical bogey. You know that's that's how it works. That's how it works, man. Four putted. <laughs> You you four wiggled it. I need I need to play more. I need to play more better golf, man. And if you need to play play more better golf, you need to play more better golf. Hang out because we got the more better golf guy coming up next. All right here on those weekend golf guys. If you are in business or if you are in sales, I need you to join our free group. It's on Facebook at facebook.com slash the business golf course. We call ourselves the Back Nine Advisory Board. 
a group that discusses and shares tips and techniques on how to use golf more effectively in your business. It's going to grow your business much more quickly than any other technique you've ever tried. Even if you don't play golf very well, it's great. Plus, we have a secret way to profit substantially by attending and participating in charity golf scrambles. Facebook.com, The Business Golf Course. Go there now and join. We'll see you on the other side. Just like you, I've been working from my home office all year. And just like you, I get up every once in a while and walk around because my butt went to sleep. And I say to myself, and I'm sure you do too, why can't somebody, somebody somewhere make a chair that's both good looking and comfortable? Well, they have. It's called an X chair. And the secret is not only their patented dynamic variable lumbar support, or DVL, which offers unbelievable lumbar support to my lower back, but now thanks to their new XHMT technology, I can also get heat and massage therapy while I'm sitting at my desk. That's right. <laughs> my X chair has heat and massage features. Does your chair do that? No? Then you need an X-Chair, and it's on sale now for $100 off. Go to xchairgolfguys.com now. That's the letter X, chairgolfguys.com, or call 1-844-4X-CHAIR. X-Chair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort, and you can finance your purchase for as little as 30 bucks a month. Go to xchairgolfguys.com now and use the code XWHEELS for free X-Wheel blade casters. xchairgolfguys.com. Stunning. You don't have to hit a shot to fall in love with the Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses at French Lake Resort. Our hotel and golf packages are the way to go. Add the casino and spas and it's a road trip for the memory book. Safely get back to the game you love with one of the packages found online at FrenchLick.com. Legendary golf at French Lake Resort. A breath of fresh air. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. During this whole COVID lockdown, I've been telling people I like to sleep in, in sweatpants. And when they ask me why, I tell them so I can get up, roll out of bed, already dressed for work. Pretty soon, we're going to be going back to work. At least getting back out in public a little bit. And that's why I am excited about our new partner, Public Rec. They make leisure wear in waist and inseam sizes. Because comfort starts with a better fit. I've got some of their pants. They're my favorites. Uh, they're they're best-selling. They're called all-day, everyday pants. And then what it is is a more stylish alternative to sweatpants and a much more comfortable alternative to jeans. I never had pants fit this well. I've never had pants feel this comfortable yet look this cool. Right? You look sharp. It's great for lounging at home, going to work, heading to the bar, wherever. Play golf in it. You can do everything. Public Rec rarely discounts their stuff. But right now, they have an exclusive offer just for our listeners. Go to publicrec.com slash golfguys and use the promo code golfguys to receive 10% off. That's Public Rec, R-E-C. And use our promo code GOLFGUYS for 10% off. Hey, thanks for hanging and coming back. We are those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in the studio. Jeff Smith is in the golf cave at uh, Edinburgh, Indiana's Timbergate Golf Course. And I'm not sure where Maury Tate is, probably somewhere in the hinterlands of Oklahoma, roping a calf. Yeah, I'm in Apache, Oklahoma. <laughs> and you are a champion calf roper. Yes, uh, I come from the rodeo world. So why do we have you on a golf show? What have you gone and done now, Maury? 
<laughs> well, it, uh, I have a lot of friends that play golf and, you know, it's always amazed me that people go and they spend all this time and they work and, and, uh, they put all the effort into it, but then they don't have a chance to win any money. And, you know, in the rodeo world, you got kids that are 17, 18 years old that'll win $30,000 in the summer. So, Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Last year, there was a 17 year old girl won $200,000 just going to local and amateur rodeos. And I said, we're in the wrong business, John. <laughs> yeah. The horses eat a lot. But, uh, <laughs> But yeah, in the in the roping and stuff, they have these handicap systems where a guy equivalent to a fifteen handicap in the team roping will win three hundred and fifty thousand dollars at the world final. That's where this model came from, and and that's what we're running with. And basically, our our goal is we know that this isn't for everyone. You know, the guy that has a job and works five days a week and makes fifty sixty thousand dollars a year and you know, hopefully, eventually, we can grow it to give that guy a chance to win another fifty or hundred thousand dollars. You've got tournaments already that that some have already been played. You've got others scheduled yet to be played, but you play them all over the country. I mean, I, I was looking at the map, and you've got Virginia and uh, North North and South Carolina, Florida. Earlier in the year, you're out where it's easy to play in Arizona and places like that. It's great for somebody who wants to emulate the the tour life. Maybe or somebody who just wants that experience of playing for money. Yeah, and you know we, we're we're still going to North and South Carolina and uh, Virginia and Arkansas and Georgia and Tennessee and you know for one thing we have our bi- our big tournament is uh, going to be in Nashville April twenty second. It's John's birthday. It's really cool because Golf Works is one of our major sponsors and they're donating uh, these little uh, cards, single person cards, and they're going to donate and give those to all the winners of every division. Whoa. And along with the golf bags and we don't have a list yet, but several of John's, you know, uh, country music singers are going to enter the tournament. And so we're pretty excited about that. And just, just to, to clarify, he's not talking about me because I, I am no big star, but it's John Daly's, John Daly's birthday. Then and he's part yeah. of your team too. Oh he? come on! I thought you were the famous one in this bunch, John. I know, man. What but the heck? I, 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 they asked, but I, I, I just turned them down. <laughs> I, I didn't need the, uh, the. Accolades. So they went out and got John Daly because you said no. Is yeah, that what you're... basically. <laughs> okay, well they didn't ask me, but they knew I'd say no if they did ask me. So they just went to John Daly first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but that's that's Nashville, man. That's that's you know two hours down the road from us. We're in Louisville, man. May have to come check that out. Yeah, we're excited about it, and, and you know the thing that we have seen is the people that are entering our tournaments right now. Mm-hmm. They're loving them, and they are traveling. They're going to all the tournaments. They're excited about it. We have a World Finals set in Las Vegas for next October. You know, everyone's wanting to try to get qualified for that. And, you know, that's a good indication that, that you know, the people that are uh, going to them or, you know, they're having fun and they're liking the tournaments that we have. You know, we have one guy, I bet he's won $10,000 so far. You know, one of our tournaments, we had a guy shoot 101 and won uh, $1,500. So, <laughs> yeah. See, I could do that. I could do that. I could shoot 101. I don't know about winning 1500. The way I understand it is while it is fun, you have it set up so it can be also serious if you want to get real serious about it. I mean, like you say, you've got the the championship uh, at the end of the year out in Vegas, but you collect points 
for where you finish in the tournaments leading up to there to actually qualify for that tournament? It's yes. not something you can just pay to get into. You have to actually play your way into that tournament, don't you? Yes, exactly. For every tournament you enter and, and place, depending on where you place, you get points. And at the end of the year, the top 72 golfers in each division will advance to our world finals. So that's how it's structured. What, what's your average number of participants in a, in a tournament, man? Uh, probably right now, you know, we're at 10 to 15 per division. Okay. And you got what, six divisions? Yes. You were saying with the, with the, the rodeo handicap, you can get so that somebody with a double-digit golf handicap can actually uh, seriously compete with a, with a good chance yeah. of winning something. We're different than everything else because, you know, you're just playing against guys with your same handicap and at the same level as what you are. And uh, you're not playing and giving strokes and all that. I mean, when you enter, you're going against guys that are at your level and it's just heads up. Man, okay. What what are the, the bottom line numbers yeah. to it? How, how do you get involved, man? Uh, our website is mobettergolf.com. What, what's it cost? <laughs> Average. Uh, it's right now we have a special. It's $150 to sign up and join. Uh, our entry fees for each tournament are anywhere from uh, $250 to $500. Okay. Is that depending on, on the, the course you're playing and things like that? Yes. When And April 22nd is in Nashville. Do you have any other tournaments between now and then coming up? Uh, yes, we have uh, in April. We're in Virginia, the 12th and 13th. Okay. Of April, uh, we're at uh, Shangri-La in Oklahoma and Duncan, uh, the 10th and 11th and 17th and 18th of April. And at the one in Nashville, is that going to be at Old Hickory? Yes, at Old Hickory. Of course, you're going to play golf in Nashville. That's where you have to go, right? Our slogan, and it's the truest thing ever, is our slogan is, you know, a dollar one is so much sweeter than a dollar earned. <laughs> and I like that's that. That's the truest thing ever, you know I mean? I like that. Uh, can we steal that? Or do we have to pay now like we do when we say Mo Better? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, 800000 and a pizza every time you say it. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll just he have a running tab. He remembered it and he's going to steal it. Just, just, we'll settle for just the pizza. <laughs> Good deal. Uh, <laughs> that we can do, man. That we can do. If anybody is really concerned, I mean, if you have a real serious amateur golfer who doesn't want to lose their amateur status they can still play and they can still win but they can have their money donated to a usj approved charity or something can't they right is there anybody really seriously concerned about losing an amateur status i got a chance to win 1500 bucks i got a chance to win a trophy hmm let me think about that for a second <laughs> okay yeah, not much of a choice. Yeah, there. I think people are much more interested in the in the fifteen hundred bucks than they are the uh, trophies are fun. The trophies are fun. Yeah, yeah, but a dollar a dollar won is more fun than a dollar earned. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, pepperoni be so okay. Far, pepperoni be okay, Maury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so far our tournaments they paid you know anywhere from five hundred to twenty six hundred. I think okay. is uh, what they paid so far. It's so cool for somebody who, you know, a duffer who plays, you know, and, and shoots, you know, 95 on a regular basis, go out and compete with other guys who play shoot 95 on a regular basis and, and win some money. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah, you know, and, and even to 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 get to where you shoot in the 90s or 80, you know, you you to get that good. You have to be a competitor and you have to work at it. And yeah. man, people love to compete, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, uh, it's fun 
you know, to know because it is different when you get up there and you get to the last three holes and, and the pressure there to, to keep it going and do good and win. I mean, it, it's, you know, it, it, that's the fun part of it. It is. And when you have money on the line, it, it does change things. Yeah. It's what did uh, Lee, Lee Trevino say? You don't know pressure until you're over a two foot putt for a $20 NASA and you only have five bucks in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jeff, any, uh, any tips for anybody who's thinking about maybe doing this from a, uh, a, a brush up your game standpoint? How can, how can you get Mo better, Mo quick? Well, you know, one of the things that you do is you commit to the fact that you're going to go play in something like this. Uh-huh. And then once you have that in front of you, not only is it your deadline, but it's also the carrot that's going to make you decide to go practice your short game and your tee shots that they can be straight because <clears throat> nobody plays good golf with hitting balls that are, say, averaging 20 some yards offline. Nobody yeah. plays good golf doing that. No. So we got to make sure that the short game is good so your up and downs can be relied upon. So you ought to pressurize your practice. Maybe go get somebody that you can compete against and go pressurize your practice a little bit. Talk a little, talk a little smack to each other and put a little something on it. Next thing you know, that's how you prepare yourself to do it when it's time to compete. Yeah. Something that might hurt to lose a little bit. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I don't, don't mean a large amount, but I, you know, I play it with Not my brother-in-law a lot. Right. And if I played, if I played for, you know, like a buck a hole with my brother-in-law and had to give him any money, it would hurt. <laughs> I just, I, I couldn't live with myself. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying. So that John, you ought to try playing for some club cleanings too. <laughs> yeah. I, I might, I might take a week off and clean my clubs. I guess it would help. Huh? You're supposed to be able to see those grooves in the eyes. It, it aren't would. You? <laughs> well, you, to... I was surprised you even know that there exists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're the dark lines between. <laughs> yeah. No, let's not get into that. Yeah. More... Like, one of those things down there. <laughs> Maury Tate with Mo Better Golf. Man, this, this is, is a great, a great thing. Um, it's just so, so exciting to be able to have the average guy. Uh, have a chance to to win money, and um, you know, next time if I ever have any teenage kids anymore, man, I'm going to teach them how to ride a horse. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't don't do that, man. They cost too much. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, this is Kentucky, man. We are in the land of fast women and beautiful horses. Okay, yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. Uh, again, Maury, the the shameless self promotion. Uh, how do people find out where you're at? Sign up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, just uh, go to mobettergolf.com, and uh, like I said, our phone numbers and everything is on there. Uh, you know, we have a, a, a great group of uh, people. We have uh, Mick Weber, who was uh, Garth Brooks Road Manager all through the 90s as part of our group. Mm-hmm. We have Rondell Duca, who's an NFL sports agent, uh, a couple NFL guys in it, uh, along with myself, and um, you know, it's just a, a great group of people and, you know, we're trying to make this work and, and we think it, or we know it is going to work. Right. And, um, you know, we're, we're excited about it. So, and you and get on and come win some money. Exactly. And you can, um, I guess you, well, you even have a division for scratch golfers and better. 
So yes. even if some some quasi pro wanted to uh, get on and take advantage, he even he would be competing against people of his equal ability. Yeah, so. and yeah, and you know, and so far, I, I think we've probably had like uh, twelve tournaments so far. And, you know, one of the things that everybody, you know, kind of worries about is the handicapping and, and all this and mm-hmm. sandbaggers and, and, you know, so far we have not had that problem. I mean, so far, every one of our tournaments, uh, you know, that have, have been won have been people that have, you know, uh, shot worse than what their handicap even indicate, right. you know, so, yeah. so, so far all that's been good. And, and, you know, we, we know at, some point you know we have had to raise a couple people um but we know at some point that that'll happen but the key is is when it does is we're going to move people and get them in the right divisions yeah yeah you you, yeah golfers for for the most part man i mean we're kind of honest you know and yeah and if they're not there are other people with five irons who can you know teach them a better attitude that's all i gotta say maury tate mo better golf tour we appreciate you spending some time with us here on those weekend golf guys, man. And good luck. Why don't you follow us on Twitter? It's very easy. Just go to twitter.com. We are at WKND Golf Guys. WKND Golf Guys on Twitter. I want to talk to you about a company called Supply. Supply brings the barbershop style shaving experience right into the convenience of your own home. You know, the Single Edge is a fully metallic single blade razor designed to provide the closest, most comfortable shave ever. And using a single blade to shave minimizes the risk of irritation, bumps, and ingrown hairs. It's great for head shaving, and it's great for women, too. The Single Edge comes with three proprietary shave settings. There's sensitive, there's comfortable, and there's ultra close. So you can customize your shave to your preferences. The best part is the injector blades the Single Edge uses are non-proprietary. That means they've been in production for hundreds of years, and you can buy them from multiple brands. A three-month supply costs you about six bucks. So you save a ton in the long run. Shaving cream and post-shave are alcohol-free. Skincare products are water-free. And they all have no harmful chemicals and are organic, sustainable, and food grade. All products come with a 100-day trial and a lifetime warranty. Go to supply.co and use promo code GOLF to save 15%. That's supply.co. Hey, it's John Ashton. I got to tell you, we're halfway through the first weekend of the NCAA March Madness Tournament. And what happens? I am already mathematically eliminated from any contention in the office bracket pool. But not to worry, because I have covered my bases with my bookie, mybookie.ag. You go there right now, use the promo code GOLFGUYS, and you're going to grab yourself a 50% deposit bonus. That means they will match your initial bonus up to half of what you put in. My bookie has several March Madness-focused contests, including but not limited to a $100,000 NCAA bracket challenge, which is 10 bucks to enter, and a $10,000 bracket with only a $1 entry fee. My bookie bonus playthrough requirements are often much lower than competitors on both the sportsbook and the casino side. So you're uh, you're missing out if you're not there already. MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code GOLFGUYS and get a 50% deposit bonus. MyBookie.ag. And hopefully you're going to do much better in March Madness than am I. If you are in business or if you are in sales, I need you to join our free group at Facebook.com slash The Business Golf Course. We call ourselves the Back Nine Advisory Board. A group that discusses and shares tips and techniques on how to use golf more effectively in your business. Plus, we have a secret way to profit substantially by attending and participating 
in charity golf scrambles. Facebook.com, The Business Golf Course. Go there now and join. Play Mo Better for money. It is Mo Better to play for money, isn't it? Yeah. You know what? I kind of like the idea what he's throwing out there, don't you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mo Better Golf is what I'm preaching all the time, right? And all of a sudden, he breaks out the Mo Better Tour. I think he's listened to our show. <laughs> Coincidentally, <laughs> I received an email just a few moments ago from uh, somebody who's trying to sell me something. And what they're, oh, trying, what they're trying to sell me is wedges. And the story that was attached to this email was how this 27-year-old dude just yesterday scored two back-to-back holes in one using these wedges. <laughs> sure he did. <laughs> and they said from what, 22 yards out or something? And he, he said, and they tell me the odds of that are 67 million to one. Someone else has been listening. <laughs> <laughs> Technology cannot overcome a lack of ability. I think it's pretty important for people to understand where their limitations are and what could a club do for them? Like if they're swinging a wedge well, they're going to swing a lot of wedges well. But I don't think that a wedge is going to make the difference in whether that sucker flew into the hole or not. If you don't have a good swing to begin with, the um, the technology inherent in the club you swing is not going to overcome for a lack of ability. It can enhance no, an ability, unfortunately, but, but it won't boy, overcome. Boy, do people think it's going to, though, don't they? Oh, man, I, I'm related to some people who – Spend more money on on miracle cures of golf clubs than anything. So why don't you take some of the half the money you spent on clubs last year, man, and buy a lesson or two? Would it that be would good? be an admission that they <laughs> are not good yeah. or don't know? And that's a that's a thing a lot of people don't want to do, man. Is is fess up to their their own oh inadequacies, so that's, to speak. Like you said, a man needs to know his limitations. And then needs to know how yeah. to overcome them. And lessons would be one way. Listen, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. You can go there and listen to anything we've ever done. You can hear us uh, right here again next week. Facebook at facebook.com slash golfguys. Follow us on Twitter at WKNDGolfguys. You promised me. I promised you what? You promised me that some of those recordings would never see the light of day. What's going on here? <laughs> okay, maybe not everything you we've ever done. done. <laughs> Just, okay. just okay. the good ones. Okay. Had me nervous. <laughs> Had so, me nervous. Beat the odds. Go get a hole in one or thing. Just go play some golf. <laughs> <laughs>